Yeah. First episode of season four. Yay. Yay. I'm so excited. Me too. I feel this is going to be such a fun one. And welcome to season four of our Golden Twenties podcast. Woohoo! So excited to be here. Yeah. Oh my God. This is crazy. It is crazy to think about four years. That's a lot. That's a lot of years. That's a lot of episodes. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of weeks. Yeah. Last night I was having drinks with my friend. She's like, how many episodes is that? That's like 52 times three. I don't know what that equals, but like over 150. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I'm calculating that, that is right lot. now. I think we came up with 156. Yep. That's 156. That's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's not only episodes, it's weeks, like you said. Like, yeah. Because every episode's obviously a different week, but yeah, so crazy. Damn. Okay. Well, here we are in season four. If you're watching this or listening to this, you will have already seen we've got some new branding, trying mm-hmm. to elevate the look and make it a little more personal. And now you can see what we look like, which is maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing. I don't know. I think Hopefully it's a good thing. thing. Yeah. I Sometimes it's weird if I listen to a podcast where I don't know what the person looks like. And then yeah. I see a picture of them and I'm like, ooh, they don't look like what I thought they did. Yeah. So hopefully we look like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. what you were picturing. I'm sure we do. But yeah, so that's the first sort of big change. We really want to elevate the podcast this year, step it up, bring it to a new professional level, which I think is something we've been kind of doing all through season three as well with just like... Mm-hmm doing more content, more video. We launched our YouTube. So yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like when it's the start of a new season. So for, for us, it's like exciting because it's like, okay, it feels like a fresh start, you know? Yeah. But I guess for you guys listening, it's like not much really changes, but I think Mm -hmm. to Tegan's point, like we're hoping this year to, Now that we have three years of this under our belt, essentially, and, you know, we're out of the pandemic, which is when this podcast started, when we were just Mm -hmm. like at home, had nothing else to do. Then we've started, you know, getting back to our normal lives and still managing to record the podcast and stay on top of it. And we found, I feel like a really good rhythm where it's like, okay, we can keep doing this and living our life. So Mm -hmm. I feel like now that we found our footing, we are just ready to like hit the ground running for season four. And I think again, to you guys, it might not change too much on the day to day. Like I think, you know, what to expect from season four is we do still really want to lean into what we know you guys love. And that's a lot of, you know, advice episodes and even just like general life Mm -hmm. advice for your twenties and even some deep dives into specific topics. We know you guys love the work episodes, dating, self-care, anything like routine focused. And then we've also gotten some feedback kind of leading into what Tegan was saying about the cover art being more personal, but you guys also seem to really like our like personal life updates and things mm-hmm. like that. So we want to do more of that for like full episodes or even just like segments and episodes just to, I don't know. I feel like at this point, three years into this going into our fourth year, we're all friends here. So it's like, let's be 
I don't know, just more open and honest with you guys. So I feel like that'll be a lot of fun. Tegan and I have some fun like trips planned for this year that we want to like have a full debrief episode on and like recap our trip. We just want to share like more personal stories and things, even like our own personal goals, reflections and what's going on in our lives behind the scenes. We definitely want to do that. And like Tegan said, it's also more video. So if you are wanting to watch us, you can see us on YouTube or Spotify. And then also for both of those things, I want to just plug our Patreon, which is usually something we plug at the end of every episode. But I feel like that's also a great way to watch video. You can also like get our episodes early. Uh, We'll start dropping them on Mondays when obviously the podcast typically drops on Tuesdays, but you can find us there even just showing our lives like behind the scenes stuff or get ready with me and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Short form content on TikTok, Instagram, like we're just really wanting to blow that up and yeah, just be more like, I hate this is so cliche at this point, but like the FaceTime energy, getting to see mm-hmm. each other, catching up, because like I said, we're all just friends here. Yeah. And I feel like it hasn't been that we're like purposely hiding away or like purposely mm-hmm. trying to be dishonest. It's just like, at least for me, I'm like, why would you guys care? Like, I'm just a yeah. regular person. But then, yeah. yeah, I get that that's the reason why it's fun is that it's like it feels like just friends chatting which is our intention so it's like you know if our intention is for this podcast to feel like just friends catching up then like that's what we've got to do it's just you know weird to be like the people would care but (laughs) but yeah after three years (laughs) yeah and as you say after three years we've learned people do care so now yeah we definitely want to lean into it And I think on the whole like personal updates too, another thing we're wanting to try on Patreon is having like before Tegan and I start recording the episode every week, we want to, we usually have like a weekly debrief where we just like catch each other up on our lives. Mm -hmm. And Tegan was like, why don't we just record this and throw it up on our Patreon as like bonus content. So we're going to start that this season as well. So if you're really into the like, debriefs the personal updates and you want that every single week then definitely subscribe to our patreon join our community over there because that is something that we are going to be posting i think we said every like friday or like once a week Mm -hmm. assuming we have things to talk about and worthwhile sharing (laughs) (laughs) yeah but we actually just recorded the first one for this episode and i definitely was spilling some tea and life updates so go listen on Patreon for that. Yeah, it's definitely the uncensored uh, section too, because obviously like we know a lot of the people who listen to these podcast episodes and there is, I guess, like a certain level of censoring because it's like, you know, we have relatives who are listening and I know people from my work listen. And so Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily have to care about that when we're just like chit-chatting and debriefing. And so as long as none of those people subscribe to our (laughs) Patreon, we will continue (laughs) to keep it uncensored. And yeah, so that's definitely a little more of the, I guess, insights into our personal lives, if that's something interesting. And I love the idea of like the Friday release, because I'm picturing like someone getting getting ready ready and listening to it and being like, like the FaceTime vibe. So 
that's our intention. So definitely check out the Patreon. We also have a bunch of other content that when you're like looking through the levels, you can see what's available on each one. But we're really hoping to kind of build that community as well this year. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm laughing because I'm like, those people you just mentioned are going to be the first ones to sign yeah, up to, to go look. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, so what are they saying about me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll block them. I don't know if that's a feature on (laughs) Patreon. They'll be like, "Mm, no, you were uh, rejected from subscribing to our Golden (laughs) Twenties. But everyone else is welcome. So please, yeah, we have that linked in the show notes. (laughs) So funny. And then I think actually the last thing that is like new and exciting, I guess, for season four is kind of piggybacking off the whole community idea. We've said this every year. I know I've definitely said this every year, but we want to lean more into the community aspect and get your guys input mm-hmm. for things we're talking about on the podcast. So make sure you're following us on Instagram, TikTok, And also if you're listening to this on Spotify, like check out the, I think it's kind of like underneath the episode when you're listening, yeah. there's usually like a Q and a, or like a question box or polls, things like that. But we really want to start posting things ahead of time, like asking you guys questions and then sharing your results or your answers on the podcast when we go to record and then Mm -hmm. also sharing like our take on it. So bringing your guys, you know, input and voice, I guess, into the podcast as well as obviously sharing our own as well. And we actually have a really fun segment in today's episode that is all about that. So like I said, follow us on Instagram, primarily Instagram, I feel like, but also TikTok and Spotify so that you can participate as well. Yeah. And we've got lots of ideas for guests this year. We've had a couple of episode requests that we just don't feel qualified necessarily to talk about. So our plan is to bring in guests to broach those topics. So if you've submitted an episode suggestion and we haven't covered it yet, that's probably why. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. So that's one of our plans And yeah, just continue to cover topics that you want to hear about. So every week, usually you have an opportunity to share any kind of topic. And if it's not big enough for an episode, we'll usually pair it with like another theme or we really want to do more just like Q&A themed episodes this year. We're hoping to do that almost like seasonally. So we'll also be saving any smaller questions or themes for those as well. Definitely. So it's like, yeah, us putting ourselves out there more, but also bringing you guys into each and every episode as well. So big goals and plans for the year. Mm -hmm. And I feel so inspired and like excited where it's like, okay, now it's go time. Let's actually do this. And yeah, it's just a good vibe. So I'm so excited. Yay. Yay. Great. Well, I think we were going to start this episode. We wanted to just like reintroduce ourselves, uh, Mm -hmm. give you guys more details on who we are, especially if you're a newer listener and you've been listening to like some of our advice themed podcasts. Now we can be like, here's actually who we are before you get any deeper. And so we're going to start with some connection cards. This is something we like to start every episode with and the deck that we have was sent to us by the company Happy Tears, and it's actually split into four categories. So yellow, which is break the ice, green, which is it's time to go a little deeper, pink, which is no holding back, 
and Blue is just grab some tissues. So, oh God. Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> so we're going to answer one question from each category. And then for episodes going forward, we will resume our just one question. But hopefully this is a good way to get to know us a little better. And then we've got another game we're going to play after that. But let's get started and depending on the question we might share them on our instagram stories if they're really weird i feel like (laughs) we won't get any answers but (laughs) we'll see okay the first question which is from the yellow category is does technology spark joy for you i'd say yes me too for me yeah and i guess it depends what all falls in the technology piece. But I feel like, Tag, actually, you've really changed my mindset around technology. And I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but in doing this podcast with Tag, and every time we talk about routine or kind of organizing mm-hmm. your life, she always says, you know, your technology should be a tool to make your life easier and better. And that completely changed my like mindset around it, where I mm-hmm. feel like technology for me was just like something you had to have to like... Yeah. I don't know, stay up to date with like your friends, your family trends. And it just felt like always on content and it became very overwhelming. But now again, my mindset around it has completely shifted where I'm like, I'm using technology. This is like outside of obviously for like work and, you know, things that I have to have technology for, but I'm like my phone, I'm always on my phone. I always have it nearby, but it's Mm -hmm. become a tool to like track my habits, to even like track my menstrual cycle, like to see how many steps I'm getting, you know, like health related things. And that sparks a lot of joy and holds me accountable to like feeling my best, which obviously impacts every area of my life, my mental health, everything like that. So yeah, that's my long winded answer on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I actually heard first about that technology piece from Casey Neistat, who is like very famous on YouTube, but he was a filmmaker and it was in like one of his studio tours and he had like lines of all his broken phones and all his broken laptops and stuff. And people were like, why do you treat your devices so badly? And he was saying like, if I was a carpenter, um, the hammer would be my tool and I wouldn't be like precious about it. And so he's like, I'm a filmmaker. These are my tools and I'm using them to do my job. And that's it. He's like, they're nothing more than that. I'm not precious with them. And I was like, damn, he's right. And obviously like that's also from a place of privilege where it's like he can just buy another phone if he breaks it. But I was like, that's just such a good perspective to Mm -hmm. have. And so that's something I definitely try and follow, although my laptop is always broken. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a risk, I guess, that comes with it. But yeah, I think technology definitely sparks joy for me. It's I don't think we would be doing like a virtual podcast weekly if we yeah. weren't feeling totally. joy. Yeah. So like I find joy in the ability to create. Like I always Mm -hmm. have considered myself somewhat creative, but like when I was younger and I didn't have a phone, it was very difficult for me to be creative. I'm not like an artist with drawing or anything like that. And then as soon as I had a phone and a computer where I could be doing like virtual creation, it just, it sparked a lot of joy. So totally. Yeah. And I think like our age, 
Like, we grew up right with the internet becoming, like, a mainstream thing and, you know, having a home computer, like, set up and stuff like that. So I agree with you where I've shared on the podcast before that I was, like, designing websites for my favorite Mm -hmm. celebrities at, like, 10 years old, you know? And it really did turn into, like, a creative outlet for me, too. And then that's slowly evolved into my job and creating things for the podcast, like you were saying. And even I think actually both of us our jobs are really rooted in technology and creating, you know, more like marketing type stuff and social media content. But it's like, yeah, we obviously enjoy it. We love what we do. We are passionate about our jobs, but it is Mm -hmm. all rooted in technology and embracing it. So what an interesting question. Yeah. A good one to start, I think. Yeah. Okay. Green. What is your biggest trigger? I feel like I have a lot of triggers. (laughs) Me too. My biggest, I think that I'm currently dealing with, and this would probably be a different answer depending on like where in my 20s I am, but the biggest thing I'll say I'm working on with my therapist is people having, how do I word this? Like when there are different expectations for different people. Yes. Where in my mind, I'm like... If I'm doing better work than that person, I should be getting treated better. When anyone listening is probably like, girl, that's not how the world works, though. And I know that logically, but Mm -hmm. it's very triggering for me. And so because this is something that's like so common in the world, I get triggered by this constantly. And so a lot of times, like even at work, I'm like, I do better work than this person. And yet we're still just, you know, doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah but that's life or maybe your boss doesn't see that you're doing the better work or maybe like it's better to you but that's not valuable to the company or whatever it is but that can be really triggering for me even in like relationships like friendships and family yeah it's very triggering and it's I don't realize that that's where it's coming from until I'm like extra angry and upset about a small situation And then I'm like, oh, it's because it's rooted in that trigger. So that's my current answer. But I feel like if we were to say ask the same question at the start of season five, I will hopefully have a different trigger because I hope it's not still bugging me. Yeah, something you can work on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that 100%. And I think what bothers me the most and like what triggers me the most since I have a similar like thought process to you on that is when people are doing less and are being treated more like so it's like oh well they need extra support and it's Mm -hmm. like okay like I understand that but that doesn't mean just because I'm going above and beyond to do something at work that that just becomes the expectation and like my standard and then people just don't appreciate it anymore and then they're giving all their attention to someone who isn't producing the same mm-hmm. amount or quality of work. And it's just like, wait, what? Or on a bigger scale, like people who don't need to work and they just have like, kind of like, like Nepo babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other side of it where it's just That's like, the biggest trigger. Nepo yeah. babies. <laughs> yeah. 
100%. That's one of my triggers, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think mine, and this is more work rooted in work too, and this is yeah. not going to be a surprise to anybody, but it could rub so many people the wrong way. My biggest trigger, the first thing that comes to mind for me is the male ego. Yeah. <laughs> I knew if you you're right Tegan like that yeah Tegan knows this any of my friends because I have zero tolerance for it and I think it's because I'm such a like independent like confident strong opinionated woman that Mm -hmm. that's typically the male ego and I clash with people who are also like that and like belittle women to try to boost mm-hmm. their own masculinity. I have yeah. absolutely no tolerance for that. So I've seen this at work where people kind of brush me off. And oftentimes I'm like, I don't understand why this is happening. And I feel like it has to just be because either I'm young and people don't take my ideas seriously. I'm young. I work mm-hmm. in marketing, vouching for social media. Like that's just kind of set up to fail, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> And then also being like, sometimes, especially at my last job, I'm like, I was in a very male dominated team. And I was Mm -hmm. always like, I seriously think it's because I'm a woman, you know, and I remember, especially at my last job, just blasting the man by Taylor Swift, like into my AirPods, (laughs) just being like, I just need this song, that song and High Horse by Casey Musgraves. Yeah, (laughs) the best. This is right. And I'm like, these songs just like sum up what it means, like how it feels to be a woman and like how unfair and shitty it is sometimes. So yeah. And I've also had that in friendships, family like my friends, boyfriends, where I'm like, I literally can't believe I'm having this conversation with somebody who's, you know, somehow either in my close circle of friends or like one Mm -hmm. person away. And I'm like, you know, debating if women can be like as athletic as men. I'm debating Mm -hmm. if women can be as good as at their job as men. I'm debating, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. So that's my biggest trigger. Hence why I've just ranted for like 10 minutes about it. But yeah. That is triggering. I do. My problem is that a lot of the men who are creating that trigger in my life are also receiving the unfair, favorable treatment. So then it's like the double whammy of rage. Oh, God. I'm getting enraged (laughs) thinking about this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Classic. But isn't that just being a gal in your days? Yeah, right? And the worst part for me, guys, this is also why my dating life is so boring and uneventful because as soon as I'm on a date and like there's any sign of like this guy just needs me to stroke his ego, I'm like, get me the hell out of here and I'm not ever seeing or talking to this person again. And that's like the norm, especially dating Mm -hmm. in Toronto. You know, like, I don't know. It's interesting and it's hard, but for me, I'm like, I feel, I don't know. I would rather just be by myself than be with somebody where I need to constantly tell them they're the best and, you know, I don't know, put up with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. I feel like we definitely have to ask that question on Instagram because now I'm curious. (laughs) Yeah. I hope people can understand where I'm coming from. Otherwise, they're like, this girl is just a enraged feminist making all the feminists look bad (laughs) yeah no I think I think especially if you're a working woman you can probably relate to what's being said yeah okay on to pink okay name someone you wish you were closer to explain why 
Hmm. The first thing that's coming to mind for me is like extended family. Like for instance, just last weekend, I went to my grandparents' house and every time I see my grandparents, I'm like, I need to call you guys more. I need to see you guys more because really I only see them like maybe two or three times through the year and it's for like Mm -hmm. holiday dinners. So every time though, because they're just such great people. And like, I don't know, they were like a core part of me growing up and stuff. And I'm like, just because I'm busy now, like that sucks that I don't see them as much. So I think that's the first thing that comes to mind. And my grandma even was like, we need to come to Toronto and see you more. And I'm like, Mm. you know, we both think we want that, but we don't actually put in the work to like follow through. And then it also extends to like my cousin. I have a cousin who's a few years younger than me and she lives at my grandparents' house. But I don't know. I feel like over the past few years, we've been closer than we ever have been before. But I'm like, again, I wish I talked to her more and like Mm -hmm. saw her more. And I don't know, we just were close, but I feel like I could be putting in more effort to be like closer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking along the same lines as you, like cousins I feel like when you're younger, at least for me, you spend a lot of time with your cousins and now mm-hmm. I don't. And I'm like, that's strange. I'm also the mm-hmm. oldest of all the cousins. And I'm like, right. I don't know. It would be so cool to be like the cool older cousin. And that's not really what I am. So yeah, I feel like that's yeah. my first instinct. Okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now on to blue. Um, okay, wait, what's this one? Is this the oh, damn? Deepest? This is the last one. Yeah. Oh no! And I just saw your eyes bulge out of your head. <laughs> well, it's just I've done some of the blues with my husband Tyrell before, and some of them we were like, "Oh, damn." Okay, so true or false? Suffering is a choice. Oh my god, that is deep, <laughs> right? I'm like. Okay, my gut instinct is no. Yeah. I think that there are some things that you can change and control, but there are some things that you have no control over that can still cause suffering. Whether mm-hmm. that's like I'm thinking like mental illness or even like chronic mm-hmm. illness and sometimes like your living situation I feel like it would be inappropriate for me to say like it's a choice or if you tried hard enough you could get out of that situation I don't necessarily think that's true so my answer is no I do always think that there are like things you could be doing to improve and then Mm -hmm. like I'm sure we've all had people in our lives where we're like we can see the steps that they need to take yeah to fix that suffering but like sometimes you can't do anything to help that person or it's up to that person and then there are also things that are always out of your control Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was so well said. And my initial thought was it depends because I was thinking, you yeah. know, just like on the day to day stuff, like I yeah, think like if you hate your really, job or yeah, and I think it's really easy when you're 
in a like uh, downward spiral or just mm-hmm. in a rut. Like I think we've all been yeah. in a rut before and sometimes if you just wallow in it, you're not doing yourself any favors and that kind of yeah. suffering, I think it's not necessarily a choice, but you can choose to, you know, try to change something to make yourself yeah. feel better and you can try, you know, to turn things around. So in that case, I'm like, maybe that's a bit of a choice, but to your mm-hmm. point tag, things like mental illness, chronic illnesses, that is 100% not a choice. And I think even if you're someone who has a really positive mindset and you're doing all the things to try to make yourself feel better, like, yeah, there's still probably a high chance you're suffering from whatever it is mm-hmm. that you're dealing with. And like you said, Tag, that's just out of your control, you know? And yeah. Yeah. So it's like, no, it's definitely not a choice in that, in that case. And yeah. Damn. What a question. That was, yeah. That was <laughs> deep. pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Those were all of our little question cards. As I said, we're going to, for the rest of our like normal episodes, be answering one before each episode starts. And we're still in the yellow category until like March or something. I have it all written out and then we'll move deeper and deeper. We'll see once we're into December and they're (laughs) all blue, that might be getting really intense. But we'll play it by ear. Yeah. Yes. Wait until season five when it's yeah just blue. Yeah. You guys are gonna know us way better than you ever wanted to. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think Tag, you already mentioned this, but we'll post the connection card questions on our Instagram stories every week, yeah. so you can also submit Play your answer on. that way. Yeah, and then we like to share them afterwards as well, and then mm-hmm. they're all anonymous too. So. Yeah. If it's, yes, you think suffering is a choice, don't be ashamed to say that, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah. And if you want to buy your own copy of this deck, we have a link yeah. in our bio. It's actually a Canadian company that made them. And I did go through a bunch of the questions with my husband just like for fun one evening. And it was really nice. So I know like Valentine's Day is coming up. Maybe that's a fun Valentine's activity or even with yeah. friends like family, whatever it is, it can be really like interesting way to pass the time. Totally. It's funny. Actually, I just joined our social committee at work and I was thinking we want to do just like a monthly, but I'm hoping it turns into like a weekly thing where it's like not talking about work and just kind of getting to know like the broader team, people you don't work with every day. And I was like, we should just ask like connection card questions, but like fun ones, you know, more like would you rather or, you know, fun things rather than like, do you think suffering's a choice? But I think (laughs) it could be fun. Yeah. I think it's just a fun conversation starter. And like you said, if it's with your partner, if it's with coworkers, like literally anybody, I don't know. It's just a fun game. Even I do this, like I always like to have this in my back pocket for a first date. So it's like if you're not vibing with this person or you're not even you're not vibing, you're just having a hard time talking because maybe you're Mm -hmm. nervous, they're nervous, whatever. Just having like a game of questions to, yeah. yeah. And I always like, would you rather? Mm -hmm. Because then you get to like see their personality, their interests, and then, you know, come up with, do you think you're actually compatible with this person or not? So it's just a fun a fun game. But anyways, the second game we're playing today is getting some of your guys input and it's around 
who's most likely to. So we asked on our Instagram story between Tegan and I, who is most likely to do certain tasks that are not even tasks like situations. So we're going to read through that and share the answers as well as share our own answers if we agree with you guys or if we thought something different. But these questions are from the game for the girls and Tegan introduced me to this game and it is so much fun. It's also yeah. kind of connection card-ish, but yeah. you essentially give the card to that person and then whoever has the most cards at the end of it wins, I think. And there's a whole bunch of different things. So we're playing who's most likely to, but there's other ones in there too. I can't even think of what they are now. I always get so excited to share something with you guys and then totally blank when I go to talk about it. But <laughs> there's like there's truth or few, dare. It's like oh slumber God, party no, like, type game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They are kind of rooted like for the girls, but we've played, I think most times we play it's with, with like guys. Tyrell and yeah, Tegan's yeah, <laughs> friends who are, I feel like lots of guys and they always have yeah. so much fun too. But we were like, what better time to play this game? Then in a podcast episode for you guys to get to know us better. So yeah. I have the cards here. And then I also have the answers from Instagram. So Yay. the first question is, who's most likely to get free drinks from the bartender? And Instagram said Sadie with 59%. Mm -hmm. And then 41% said Tegan. I'm going to say my answer is actually Tegan. But I'm yes. interested to see what you would say, Tay. <laughs> My answer is also me because I have gotten free drinks from a bartender. Yeah. And yeah. this is the thing. This is actually going to come up as a theme through some of these questions. But Tegan mm. is casual, cool, laid back girl where I'm like intense energy. <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. Where Tegan's yeah. just way more likely to have like strike up casual conversation and it just like kind of turn into like, Hey, here's a free drink or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but I'm flattered. Yeah. People thought it was me. I, I was know like, guys. <laughs> thank you so much. I wish like, yeah. Yeah. And like the time it happened, it was because I was with my mom and the bartender, this was at the horseshoe where my husband's band played, the bartender there loves my mom. So I'm oh. like, it's not even due to me. It's because I was with my mom. But he was like, oh my God, my two favorite ladies are back. And then he was like, the next round's on me. And, yeah. you know, that and it wasn't like thing. a vibe of like the bartender being like, like I flirty. think you're cute. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, that still counts. <laughs> Totally. And I think maybe that's what people were thinking. They could envision like yeah. single Sadie, you know, yes. turning on her Scorpio energy, flirting with the bartender. And again, yeah. I'm like, I would love that for myself, but I don't know I, if yeah. I could actually execute it, you know, where yeah. you tag you're at bars all the time for your husband's mm -hmm. band. And like, again, it's just like casual, cool girl tagging with the band. So of course yeah. she just like has casual chats Chat with the bartender way. and yeah. yeah, even other people in the bar, I can see being like, Hey, I'm going to buy you a drink. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. You're just more in the scene, I guess. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah. I also love chatting with people when I'm out drinking. Like mm -hmm. even there are times when I've gone out like by myself, if I'm early to meet someone 
And I love like one of my favorite bars, the Cameron House has just little tables with chairs. And I love that because it's like you have to make friends with whoever's at the table to get a chair. And I'm like, that's just very much the vibe I enjoy going out. But But not everyone likes that. Yeah, Yeah. I have extreme social anxiety. (laughs) And that's not my vibe. I'm like, I need to be, but. It's yeah. more with I feel people we channel I know. it in different ways. Yeah. Where I'm like, I just need to go to the bar and like drink a whole bunch before I can yeah. walk up to somebody I don't know and be like, hey, can I stay here? And I'm mm. trying very actively to change that. Don't worry, guys. I know that's unhealthy, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you might be anxious, but you don't like project it the same way. Yeah. And you maybe like lean into it. I don't know. Yeah, I find it much more difficult to talk to people I know. Like my nightmare is someone I know is coming to one of my husband's shows, but I didn't know about it. And then they show up and I'm like, oh my God, I have to talk to this person. I haven't mentally prepared for four hours when it's like, that should be easier because I already know that's way easier for me yeah yeah no I'm like I'd rather talk to the rando because then I'm like well they're never gonna see me again where this person I will think about any error in the interaction the next day where if I say something stupid in front of a stranger the couldn't think twice about it yeah yeah this is why Tegan and I go out together because you can see we balance it out where it's like if we run into someone we know I'm stepping in. I can dominate that conversation. If it's complete strangers needing to get free drinks, Tegan's on it and we'll have the best night. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. So we were on the same page, but opposite from what people thought. So that's so interesting. This one's so fun. Okay. Who's most likely to be the first one to die in a scary movie? Yeah. I don't know what my answer is. I feel like we both... (sighs) wouldn't stand a chance yeah like I'm like I feel like we wouldn't be that good but then I also feel like we wouldn't be useless like we're both somewhat physically fit Mm -hmm. which I think would help us a little yeah but then it was like you're running so like you could run away (laughs) further than me I don't know so I'm really it's a toss-up I think that we both could be the first to die yeah so I really thought about this one and (laughs) I was like I think, okay, sorry. People said 62% voted I would be the most likely to die first and tag in 38%. So people are like, this girl might get free drinks from the bartender, but she's fucked as soon as she's in a scary movie. (laughs) Mm. And so this is my thought. I agree where I'm like, I don't know. I think... Tegan watches more movies so she would like know the plot of the Be movie prepared. and use that yeah where yeah. I would have that going against me you also are a big like survivor watcher so I feel you That's actually true. probably have a lot of survival skills without even knowing it where you'd be like oh they did this yeah. on survivor and I don't know <laughs> you could use that to <laughs> or me I would be just I'm a very strategic person and again very Mm -hmm. independent where I feel like I can hold my own but in a scary movie I think that would actually not be where I would thrive so I don't know I wonder if we were in it together again I think we would survive longer if we were like yeah together fighting whatever was after us (laughs) I'm trying to think why people on Instagram would choose 
you over me. And the only thing that's coming to mind is that I have like brother energy and you have sister energy. And so then they're like the girl who grew up with brothers will do better. But I don't know. Yeah. I still feel like it's a toss up. Yeah. I can see. So this part, it's anonymous if we share it, but I can see who voted what. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And I hope that doesn't yeah, make you but I was looking, yeah. yeah, I was looking at Tyrell voted Tegan. And I was like, I saw that. That's funny. <laughs> Shady. And then, yeah, both our moms voted me. So I'm going to have to ask my mom <laughs> about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask my own mom about that. I'll be like, yeah. mom, you're the one that raised me. Yeah. Shouldn't you have taught me how to survive. <laughs> to survive. In a scary movie. Like this woman taught me how to cook how to clean you know how to grocery shop but she didn't teach me survival skills like what the hell (laughs) man now I'm just thinking of so many things my family like when COVID first happened we had a debrief of like if shit goes down here's what we're doing so then I'm like wait maybe we would do better because I'm like I know the plan if like the grid goes down I don't know (laughs) what that means but if that happens we have a plan and it involves first we have to collect all the cats which is very difficult and our cats are not friends with my brother's cat so it's going to be like a cat thunderdome in the car and then we have to drive north i don't know why north i'm like it's colder up there it's bad we don't have any weapons outside of like fists and hockey sticks so we still probably wouldn't do well but we have thought about it in okay. lengthy and had lengthy discussions so yeah now what i'm imagining this is spiraling big but now <laughs> what i'm imagining is like a twilight battle of tegan's family versus my family who would win <laughs> who would win <laughs> and my family yeah. i feel is so like my sisters and my dad too are very like academic smart like logical mm. like people but i'm like and your family feels very like artsy and like different skill sets where I feel like we would shine in different ways, <laughs> but I don't know who would win because yeah. I've done escape rooms with my family before. Mm. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like you would think, and again, we, I feel like I've only done it twice and we did get out on time, whatever. But sometimes again, I'm like, I look at my family and I'm like, we're all very smart, but sometimes mm. that's almost to a downfall where it's like, but we don't, You're like we're book smart, not yeah. street smart, you know? Mm. And that's only good in a handful of cases, like academic yeah. cases, but in the real world, we won't get very far. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, my money's on taking this. Family, just so taking this Twilight. We do battle. have like brute strength i feel like my brother duncan's yeah. very strong and yeah my dad's I would not very strong. want to go up against duncan, duncan. that is for damn sure yeah. i always forget that duncan the way this is my brother for people listening <laughs> the way he's perceived and it's the same with my dad where people always thought that they were quite scary and yeah. to me they just look he's like your, normal people yeah right but then he's i'm your like little oh. brother like yeah from the outside perspective like I am the shortest at 5'10". They're all like six foot taller, quite large and very, very strong. Like could easily lift a lot. If my grandpa's in the fight, we're winning no matter what. Like he's also very strong. So yeah, 
Interesting. That's an interesting now my spot. mind. Yeah, sorry. We'll go on to the next question. But now my mind is also going. Tegan and I just read Fourth Wing for book club. And I'm yeah. like, my family. So it would be, what is it when they're on the mats? I forget what that's called, where they're like sparring training and stuff. Sparring, mm-hmm. yeah. Sparring, yeah. Tegan's family would win out of like strength and skill, where my family would mm-hmm. win out of like poisoning our enemies and like, right. you know, the like roundabout way, you know? So the strategic smart book smart way but I do feel like your sisters are quite active where my sisters could run away (laughs) yeah yeah like we're active but not in ways that like we play like hockey and stuff so that's like a full body contact sport though I guess yeah Yeah. anyways this is so far Mm. off from the question between Tegan and I (laughs) in a scary movie we've turned this into a battle between our families who would yeah but that's the next poll (laughs) yeah Moms, time to vote again. <laughs> I still I'll think ask they would the group vote. chat. My yeah. family group chat. Be like, what wh- family? Too. Okay, we'll report back. <laughs> so funny. And the thing is, too, people probably aren't going to think that deeply about it. But here we are really oh, thinking yeah. this through. But <laughs> anyways, okay, let's move on to the next question since we still have three more to go. <laughs> This one's fun too. Who's most likely to hook up with a celebrity? The Instagram results again voted me 71%, yeah. Tegan 29%. Here's Tag, my thinking. Your... <laughs> I think I have the exact same thought. I Go ahead. think that I would be the most likely to be in a scenario where I could hook up yes! with a celebrity, but yes. I wouldn't do it because I'm married to Tyrell. Whereas, yeah. so you would be the most likely to actually do it. Do it. But I would be the person to like get you there. (laughs) Yes. That was my exact thought. And I was also like, I think people are lower voting Tegan because she's married. And I wanted to put like a caveat, like pretend Tegan (laughs) wasn't married. Like, you know, or yeah, pretend I was married. Like pretend it's even playing field here. So I think that's why everyone voted me. But I 1000% agree with you where I was like, even... To be honest, even if you were single tag, I feel again, you'd be in the position to have the opportunity come up, but I don't know if you'd like follow through with it. Yeah. Where I feel like I would (laughs) (laughs) just because I have that intense Scorpio energy about me. Yeah. My thing is when I interact with celebrities, it like ruins the vibe of them and then as soon as I've met them, I'm like, oh, they're not actually a celebrity because they've met me. And so then that whole scenario is, like, destroyed. That is that so interesting. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm it like, when I was sense, a teenager, this type of person would be considered a celebrity. But now I'm an adult. and I'm like, hmm, no, like they're not. I don't know. It's very weird. But yeah, I've so I think that I would have a hard time unless it was like an a-list celebrity where i've never met like leonardo dicaprio or something right but like i meet like toronto celebrities and then i'm like oh yeah yeah, you're just like a regular man in toronto yeah and that is exactly where my mind went where tegan went to an event for the toronto raptors this was like peak raptors before they turned into what they are (laughs) now (laughs) just want to caveat that yeah (laughs) in case we have any raptors fans listening but anyways (laughs) they are like local celebrities these guys also do like literally make millions of dollars like they're nba players you know yeah 
And Tegan went to this party with her friend who is a reporter for the Raptors. So again, Tegan has the in. She's there. She's in the situation. Yeah. But they went home because wasn't it we had to record the podcast or something? And you were like, yeah. Yeah. So you left this party with these NBA players. Also, was it not Nelly? Neo was performing. Mm-hmm. Tegan yeah. left before Neo came on <laughs> to come home and record I the podcast. Who Neo was. <laughs> I text this girl and I was like, "Bitch!" She's like, "I'm in my Uber. Should be home. You know, might be a little late to record." I was like, "Bitch, turn your Uber around and get your ass back to that party and like talk to these Raptors, danced with these Raptors to Neo." Like I was again. I am very worked up about it now, but I was like. <laughs> What are you doing? And it's like, if I was there, I would 100% yeah, be like, okay, who's yeah, dancing talk to me. the Raptors. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, as an opportunity comes up to go home with one of these Raptors, you bet <laughs> your ass I'm on it. Like, no questions asked. Like, <laughs> yeah, so funny. And then I have another question and maybe this is personal tag, but uh-huh. I had a follow up question to this. Knowing you're married, have you mm. and you and your husband are both in positions of meeting famous people. Tegan's husband used to put on these big events and he met tons of celebrities, okay? And like big A-listers. So you guys have probably met the most celebrities out of anybody, like regular people that I know. Have you guys ever talked about like having a list? A hall pass? Yeah, a hall pass. No. And I don't think... I, again, think that as soon as I talk to the person the celebrity sheen of things would be ruined i think it would only be a scenario of me being like actually like falling in love with someone else unrelated to celebrity so we don't have like a list of i could think of people who would be on tyrell's list (laughs) (laughs) but we've never discussed and i don't yeah yeah. Okay, let's... I also can't picture a celebrity being like, do you want to bang? And I'd be like, yeah, but we can't fall in love, but you're my hall pass. <laughs> and like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel that's a good, healthy relationship where it's like, you're not yeah. interested, even if they're a celebrity, but yeah, yeah that was I'm my trying to think question. of someone like I'm like, if on like... your list. Well, even... but I don't know. Like I have celebrity crushes, but like. Like George Clooney, but is George Clooney yeah. gonna leave his beautiful wife? That. Like, yeah. mm, no. And then I was also like, and would you actually hook up with George Clooney, knowing like, yeah, probably not the age gap? <laughs> like, I don't oh, know. Well, that and that's bug fine. <laughs> no, I don't no, know. I don't think so. And but even well, the other people I was thinking of is <laughs> age gap wise through the roof. Is like, what if someone from like the Rolling Stones was like, do you want to bang? Then I'd be like, I feel like I should just for the story, <laughs> right? But you that's would age make... gap times a million because they're like, oh what, 80 something? Somebody... I was going to say, you would make your family so proud. <laughs> right? I feel like Tyrell would be like, yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm like, what, be if like Paul McCartney from the Beatles, like maybe if they are a genius, then I will consider it. So any geniuses, hit me up. Yeah, you're like, I'm down if they have like, yeah, mental, like the mental connections there. I'm like amazed by their legacy. I'm like, if they're (laughs) fucking hot, if they're an NBA player, I'm fucking down. (laughs) 
My problem so with funny. the NBA players is they're so sorry. I don't mean to like generalize all of them. They're very like teenage boy energy. Yeah, like that when is, I was there, they were all like on Snapchat and like yeah, yeah, because they get famous backwards when they're gap. teenagers and then they have like all the money they could imagine never have to mature and I know yeah people are like Sadie how does this go hand in hand with the male ego and I'm like girl I can't explain that to you yeah I can't but yeah that's so funny okay great again I feel like we were (laughs) yeah again we were on the same page with that one as well and again I feel kind of against what you guys voted but I don't know. The rationale yeah. makes sense. Okay, this yeah. one was a tie on Instagram. And the question is, who's most likely to laugh during a funeral? And it was 50-50. I don't know. What are your I thoughts? don't think I would unless, like, someone was telling a joke and then I would do, like, a supportive laugh loudly. But I'm not usually <laughs> one to, like... <laughs> I'm not usually one to, like, laugh at inappropriate times yeah yeah so So, my instinct is not me yeah my instinct was not you as well I'm more of a laugher in general like Mm -hmm. yeah even if it's not funny like I feel like I'm just a laugher and yeah and I once I get the giggles as you guys have seen Mm -hmm. on the podcast I can't stop and sometimes it's even worse when it's in a situation I shouldn't have the giggles. Like in right. a meeting, okay. I'm like, yeah. oh God, I shouldn't be laughing. But now that I'm laughing, I can't stop. I have to go off camera. You know, like I'm one of those people. However, I'm also probably way more emotional, like on the other mm. extreme of emotions where I would be at a funeral. I wouldn't even know that person. And I would be like crying my eyes out because I just, it's same with weddings. Like I don't even mm. have to know you, but I'm a water sign and I feel so fucking deep where I will be crying. So I don't know if I would laugh, but I think out of the two of us, I'm the most likely to laugh, but also the most likely to have a mental breakdown, like crying (laughs) over someone I don't even know. Yeah. See, I'm not even a big crier at funerals. I tend to be the like shut down person. So I'll just be like, or like disassociating or like just thinking about other random things. So yeah, I feel like yeah. I would be more likely to be just like shut down, not laughing, not crying. So yeah. I could see you like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah, I agree. And then the last question is, who's most likely to crash a wedding? And hmm. Instagram said, let me see here, sixty-seven percent voted me again, and then thirty-three percent voted Tegan. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling you just because I I like weddings, but I have no interest in going to like a wedding of someone I don't know. That sounds like a nightmare to me. Right. Whereas I feel like I could picture someone being like, oh, I'm going to this wedding. It's going to suck. Just sneak in with me. And you'd be like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'll do it for a story or I don't know. Yeah. You respect the wedding etiquette too much. You're like, if I'm not <laughs> yeah. on the guest list, if I'm not part of the seating chart, I'm not there. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. the bride but doesn't you, need that energy. You saying that is stressing me out. I'm picturing, like... I knew it. The seats are assigned, girl. <laughs> Don't yeah. crash. 100%. Yeah. 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 I also think myself, and for the exact same reason you said, where 
I've been a plus one at a few weddings and it's, that's always my energy where I'm like, I have literally nothing to lose. So hell yeah, yeah, I'm in. And like, I'm going to drink a lot, especially if it's an open bar. I'm like, I don't know these people, like, not that I'm going to be like a messy, yeah, you know, person where it's like, oh my God, who invited her? Yeah. I'm like, it's bad. It's more like I'm that girl in the bathroom making friends with everyone because I know absolutely nobody, you know, like that's happened to me before I loved it and I will do it again time and time again so (laughs) I I vote yeah I'm picturing a scenario or maybe this is like a rom-com movie I need to make where it's like (laughs) you're staying at a hotel and you meet like a cute guy at the lobby bar and then he's like oh I'm at this wedding then you should just crash and then you like crash the wedding and oh my god maybe that's okay that's my new goal to meet my husband Mm mm-hmm that would be a good story yeah Yeah. that would be okay let's manifest that for me because i love that (laughs) okay and that's it those are the questions from for the girls who's most likely to that was so much fun yeah it was yeah we learned so much (laughs) yeah (laughs) too much funny yeah i feel like in all of those cases we were on the same page, but in most yeah. of these cases, it's like, we'll be better if we do this together or like, we're most likely to do this yeah. if we're together. And I love yeah, that help so each other. much. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, Tegan and I are so similar in so many ways, but we're also different in so mm-hmm. many ways that I feel is why we're such good friends, you know? And like, we compliment yeah. each other on the things that were different rather than like clash. And I feel like this game it wasn't that deep, I know, but like I feel like that demonstrated that super well, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, so, that much, was so fun. much fun. Yeah. yeah, we hope you guys got to see how our brains work, our vibe, maybe <laughs> because it, that's the other thing we're asking. Deeply yeah, about these things. Exactly. I don't know. I hope that was as much fun for you guys as it was for us. That's all we had. So thank you guys so much for listening. Like we said, season one or no episode one of season four. <laughs> and we have so much more in store for you guys so make sure you subscribe follow whatever it is that you can do on the app that you're listening to this make sure you tune in for everything that's in store we drop a new episode every single tuesday but like we said you can subscribe to our patreon and you get access to the podcast episode as well as video and then our weekly debrief as well all on our patreon so join that community you can also find us on social media we're at our golden 20s we're going to be sharing like more video content and just like regular social content to help you feel your best live your best life and that's instagram tiktok we have a pinterest account with a whole bunch of different boards we have spotify playlists if you're needing like a soundtrack to whatever you're doing in your life like we have a playlist for everything so check us out on all the social channels and that is everything we will see you next tuesday bye